and welcome to a new episode of Digital Coffee. And I'm your host, Brett Dyser. You can please subscribe to Digital Coffee on all your favorite podcasting sites. Leave a five-star review if you can. It really does help with it. But this week, I'm going to be talking about Microsoft, Activision Blizzard, all that fun stuff in there. The AMD new Ryzen processors. Why... Arcane wasn't really too happy about calling their Prey game Prey. They actually didn't want to do that. Also, War One Shooter finally launches on Steam. NVIDIA Broadcast coming to OBS. Also, the Halo Infinite campaign co-op and Reforge and delays. War 2 RTS game being delayed. Ubisoft confirms Assassin's Creed Mirage. NVIDIA and AMD sales fall because of China. For most part, Detroit Human being acquired, also Windows 11 Xbox controller bar. And my main thing I'm going to be talking about is going to be why do gaming peripherals are just terrible quality right now? And this is more of a personal thing because I've just recently gone through this, but why does it seem like they're not great anymore? That's what we're going to be talking about. So I hope you got your coffee cups ready. Let's get on with the show. Mmm, that's good. Now, first off, we're going to get into the Microsoft Activision deal. It is apparently had a snag. It's not really a snag. It's just basically just saying that the UK regulatory has found that there's concerns with anti-competitive type of stances that they may have. So it's not really something that you can actually like say it's a, it's a snag. It's a snag. This will always come up. There's issues with that. So it'll always come up with this type of issues when we're talking about when a big company's going to buy another big company and there's issues with competition within the industry, but make no mistake. This is still completely fine. There's nothing wrong with this whatsoever. So if you have that type of a thing, don't don't worry about it. It's just in a review. This always goes through hurdles to try to make sure that when a company's buying another company, there is no basically monopolistic tendencies or monopoly going to be forming in the long term. Will this really happen anytime soon? No. Embracer Group is still number one. I think Microsoft or Xbox is going to be number three with the Activision deal. So there's still nothing really going to be that big of a concerning. Plus we also have EA as well. Whoever buys them. Well, that's really going to not really, it's going to be up to whoever's going to buy them. It's not going to be Amazon apparently, or we're not going to see it anytime soon. There's probably still going through the deals in what they're actually going to be wanting because EA has got to make their shareholders happy and vice versa for Amazon. Even though that could be a very interesting acquisition, that's not going to happen anytime soon. All right, moving on to Call of Duty and Diablo. And it looks like once the Activision Blizzard deal is finalized, it has been confirmed that they are going to come to Game Pass. So this could be an interesting thing where Game Pass looks even more lucrative because you're not spending the $70 to $100 on Activision game or their only game really because they don't really make any more games besides Call of Duty. Also with Blizzard games, you may not have to buy Diablo or anything like that as well. Or I should say you won't be able to have to buy 
the base game. Usually you'll have to buy, if you want the premium side of it, you'll have to actually purchase it, but there is a, you can purchase it at a discount. So there are differences with that one. So it does seem interesting in Xbox or at least game pass is getting more and more lucrative if, or even more enticing. If this deal goes through more than likely it will. So those holding out saying, no, they're not going to do it. Yeah, they're going to do it. It's more likely it's going to happen, but this is interesting to see that how important game pass will be in the future and what else we'll see with acquisitions or anything else like that. All right, moving on to something interesting. So the former director of Prey, the newest version of Prey, didn't actually want it to be called Prey at all. They were forced into it by Bethesda, which is weird that Bethesda would do that. I thought Arcane was on board with it, but it doesn't look like they were actually on board with it. They kind of were like, we want to call this game something different because Prey was a different game than the newest prey was. So the original prey was about more action game. It was about a native American trying to kill aliens with walking on basically walls, which was interesting, but also kind of like, I guess nerve wracking. Cause you're like, Oh, where am I? Where am I? You get very disoriented in the game pretty quickly, but Bethesda demanded it to be because I guess they had a sour taste in their mouth from the previous developer of prey. But the former director of it said that, he did not feel good about it. It was basically a slap in the face for them, and they felt bad for the original developer that that did work on Prey 2, but it never actually happened. They felt bad because they took their IP, even though they were forced to take their IP. So it's very interesting to see why they did that, because it, it doesn't really make much sense why they would do that. Why would you take another IP and try to, like, I guess, hamstring it in there? Because people already have for the most part understanding about what prey was. And it was, and this prey was completely different from what it originally the first and second one might have been. So it didn't make much sense, but I guess they were trying to salvage the brand or the IP. And so they wanted to shoehorn it in with this, but apparently it might've actually hindered sales of the game that was called prey. So, I think what they should have done in hindsight is actually just make it a new IP and then figure out how to, what to do with the IP of prey, which was more of a, or they could have more lended into more of a doom type game, but do something different to distinguish itself from it, but not make it like this. It all seemed very weird, but now I understand fully why the decision to make it a, this game prey or the title prey was all Bethesda and trying to salvage an IP. All right, moving on to AMD and their unveiling of their new Ryzen processors. So it was very interesting to actually watch a 30 minute video or 33 minute video on it. So their new one is going to be similar to what Intel's doing. It's on the same socket of it. It's going to be the AM5 platform. The good news is it's going to be, supported until 2025 so you do have some time to actually keep on using the same thing unlike intel that every time they come out with a new processor you have to get a new motherboard which i ever always thought was a weird thing to do and i don't understand why they keep on doing that it's just a waste of money for a lot of people and that's why people don't upgrade as often on intel but anyways this is going to be 
released on the news platform. So DDR5, PCIe 5.0, it's going to have, it's going to be on the five nanometer. So it's going to be the world's first five nanometer PC processor. It's supposed to be the world's fastest processor for gaming and creation, but we'll see about that. I heard really nothing about the AV1 encoder, which I'm really actually really more interested in because it just encodes a lot better than NVENC or even H.264 or H.265, if anybody actually uses that one. But it just it just encodes a lot better. It's a lot smoother for streaming and even to actually get any of the more higher quality videos on live streaming. That's the biggest problem right now is that AV1 is starting to become more popular, but haven't seen too much from AMD or NVIDIA on actually implementing that. That's what I want to see, but it's all very interesting to see that one of the coolest things I saw is that your AM4 coolers can work on the AM5 processors. You don't actually have to buy a new cooler to have it run on the processor, which is actually very, very smart. I'm actually quite surprised that they at least did something backwards compatible, which amazes me as always, because once again, Intel, you have to buy everything new. You cannot use anything old because it just won't fit. But AMD, at least for their part, tried to make something from AM4 work with the AM5 socket, and that's your cooler. So if you're looking to upgrade and you still have an AM4 cooler, you can still use it for the AM5 processors. Now, there is a slight price increase. So the 5950 when I got it was around five, 550. This one's gonna be about $600 for it, and then it's gonna go down. But the highest one has had a price increase in it, and it it's unfortunate, but that does actually happen. They are gonna be releasing next month, so in September, actually, no, excuse me, this month in September, I forgot, this, happy September. It's going to be releasing this month, so we're going to be able to see it. So it should be interesting to see what the reviewers are going to be talking about this, because that's what I'm more caring about. I mean, they did their little tests and everything, and I'm like, great, you're showing me tests that you've done that highlight how great it is, but I want to see real-life tests and real-life differences between Intel and AMD and see if it does outperform it quite a bit from the previous version, but we'll see. I'm not really quite sure about that one yet, but I am very convinced that this is still going to be another great processor from AMD. All right, moving on to the War of One shooter Beyond the Wire is finally being released. It's been in, I guess, early access, I don't know, for several years at least. I think I played it a few times, but I could never... But I try to come back to it, but could never find a game because no one was really playing it. But it's finally releasing. It's a 50v50 World War One multiplayer shooter. It's pretty. It's pretty good for the most part. You will die in one shot for the most part. So if you're thinking this is going to be more like a Battlefield One, no, it's not going to be like Battlefield One whatsoever. It's going to be more realistic to what world war one was supposed to be. So no, not very many machine guns, mostly bolt action rifles and maybe some flamethrowers as well, because those were always, everything was interesting and new in world war one, especially tanks were a part of the battlefield, but they weren't very reliable, but it's very interesting to see. And if you were kind of wanting to try it out, there is a free weekend on steam for this one. So check it out. If you're looking for, 
a new first-person shooter that's not Hell at Loose, which is also a great World War II realistic shooter, but this one is a War One realistic shooter. So have a look if you like it or not. If you don't, you haven't wasted any money whatsoever. All right, so NVIDIA Broadcast, which is a really great software, which I'm hoping they'll eventually update this a little bit more, but because I really the standalone software really hasn't been updated too much, but is going to be implemented within OBS Studio, which is a good thing because they do have really good audio features, especially for background noises. It does take it out quite well. Video in the virtual green screen is okay, but virtual green screens are hit and miss on, on that one. They aren't really that great yet. They still have trouble around the, I guess, the headset and the face to actually effectively block it out. There's flickering on that every once in a while. But if you don't have a green screen, this is actually a really great alternative. Plus, NVIDIA Broadcast does, has a, does have blur effects on your video as well if you want to do it that way. Now, I will say that you have to have the RTX cards, so that's the 2000, 3000, eventually 4000 series cards to actually make this work. It's not, if you don't have that, it's not gonna work very well. It's gonna really hinder your performance. You can still use it, but it just doesn't work as well unless you have an RTX card. But it's good to see that OBS Studio is gonna be implementing these APIs, because they're actually really good. Now, unfortunately, AMD users they're using AMD graphics cards. You will not be able to use this whatsoever. It is a green team type of API software that AMD has not really tried to counter quite yet, but it would be interesting to see if they actually would do something similar to it if they could, but I don't think they're focusing on this just like Nvidia kind of did and then kind of sort of hasn't, there hasn't been a lot of news about newer updates. The video portion is still in its beta format, at least on the video broadcast software. So hopefully they'll update it soon. Well, I got some bad news for you that love Halo Infinite. It's just a lot of bad news all around. So the campaign co-op has been delayed till this winter and the season three has been delayed till 2023. So it looks like 343 Studios cannot get things out it looks like like this all started with when they unveiled halo infinite and it, people were upset because it just didn't look ready for prime time so they delayed a year and they got it actually working really well but the problem is it seems like they cannot update this in their attended roadmaps and they're having issues with that which is weird that they're having so much issues with this that they keep on having to Delay it, delay it, delay it. So if you're looking to play co-op with your friends, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer, unfortunately, on that one. It's been delayed. Now, there is going to be a beta for the Forge map editor through Halo Infinite, so that should be fun. Maybe people can create their own missions through there and have other people download it and wait for 343 to eventually update the game with more content, but... Right now, it just seems like a huge mess for a game that came out and everybody loved. It's a huge mess for them to keep on having to delay everything, and I think they need to really focus on not delaying it anymore. They really, really, really need to stop doing that. It's becoming just, people are just frustrated with it, and they just don't want to play the game anymore, and that's the biggest issue right now. All right, so we got some news on Assassin's Creed. Next game is called Assassin's Creed Mirage. 
There's not really much beyond the picture because they're going to be releasing details of it this month, a little bit about September 10th. So about next week ish, kind of around that time, but it is going to be, it looks like it's in a more middle Eastern setting. So it should be interesting to see what they're going to be doing about this. What's going to be is we're going back to the crusades. Are we going a little bit farther back in time around maybe the Persian empire or the Babylonian empire? Not really quite sure what they're going to be doing with this one, but right now this is all we really have. It's called Assassin's Creed Mirage. So expect it to be somewhere around the Middle East, maybe Africa, around those parts of it. I don't think you're going to see this in Japan. If anything, it's just going to be around that time frame. Beyond that, not really much is shared except for some artwork, which, like I said before, looks like it's in the Middle East with the artwork being shown so we'll see if this is actually going to be any good or not all right moving on to well amd and nvidia have to halt sales of their products in china because the government or the u.s government has asked them now look at i'm fine with this i'm fine with them curbing this type of technological type of advantage that we have for them i'm fine with this China can go screw themselves for all I care about. They are not one of my favorites because they've been stealing our IPs and stealing our stuff and making crappy products, which I'll be talking about later in the show the whole time. So I'm fine with this. I'm fine with us saying, you know what? Look, at if you're going to keep on saber rattling, if you're going to keep on trying to say that you're going to take over Taiwan because Taiwan is an independent country, then fine. We will do this to you because you keep you have kept stealing our IPs for decades, and now you are looking to be the next superpower or overtake us. So fine, we will stop. We will halt our sales of our GPU, CPUs, and any other technology that helps you advance your AI prowess. So fine, that's fine with me. I don't care. China can go screw themselves. Well. The acquisition of EA may have actually not happened, but there was a different acquisition. So NetEase Game has acquired Quantic Dream. Now, Quantic Dream is the developer of Detroit Become Human. It's also developer of one of the newer Star Wars games whenever that decides to come out. But yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see a lot of different types of companies gobbling up developers or bigger publishers. It's going to be a lot of that. Now, unfortunately that these is a Chinese company, which I always think that we should be really, really careful about what the Chinese companies are actually acquiring. Probably should stop them from acquiring any more companies and basically saying that you have to break up those other companies that you already acquired, because I do not trust the Chinese whatsoever as you heard last time me saying they can still go screw themselves because seriously you guys are the worst country in the world or one of the worst countries in the world i think iran and north korea beat you but barely beat you so i'm usually fine with acquisitions but this one i'm not really that great with but if you're all, if you're wondering what Quantic Dreams have made, they've made the Indigo Prophecy. That was like their first game. They also did Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit Become Human was their latest game. Now, they are supposed to be making Star Wars Eclipse. Not really sure what that's going to be all about because all we saw was a CGI trailer. But it's had some issues, especially from the founder of the company. and It's had some issues with 
alleged sexual harassment. Not really sure if that's true or not, but alleged because it's only proven once in a court of law, not one because someone says it. Sorry, but that's how it is. All right, moving on to an interesting thing with Windows 11. I know, I know Windows 11 is not the most favorite operating system by most people, but they do have a very interesting Xbox controller bar. They've had the Windows game bar for quite a while, but this one just allows you to open up and allows you to open up different games or Xbox or EA or Steam right through the controller, which is very interesting and a lot of less clicking going on with that one. Now it's really only kind of the beta format of it or the insider program. So unless you have that, you're not really going to actually get that, but it's a lot more simplified way of getting into the games. The, the Xbox game bar is fine. It's, I don't really use it that much beyond maybe a shortcut or two, but beyond that, it's not really that much used by me maybe used by a lot of other people, but this one actually seems a lot more of a utility type of thing, especially with cloud gaming titles, be able to open those up and play those quite quickly. Now this is very interesting news that the NVIDIA shipments are actually down by 26% in the second quarter of 2022 and AMD's market share is growing. So not only now is AMD taking over market share from Intel and the CPUs, but they're actually starting to do it now in the GPU market. Now, mind you, I think AMD's GPUs in the 6000, the newest one or the latest ones, is actually really good. I think they did a really good job this time around with the 6000 series GPUs. I'm interested to see what they're going to be doing with the 7000 series, but they haven't really announced that yet. I think they're going to be announcing it this month, along with NVIDIA's announcing their GPUs this month as well. But it's interesting to see they're taking market share. Now, AMD has made their GPUs cheaper for the most part than NVIDIA has. And there's been more supply on the AMD GPUs than NVIDIA's GPUs. So that's another thing that you have to take account for. Now, with the 4000 series, it should be interesting to see what they're going to be doing with that. What Reflex, is there going to be a new version with Reflex, DLSS, is going to be a 3.0 on that one, 2.5. What event or what new innovations are going to be brought forth with NVIDIA? Also with AMD, what are they going to be doing with that? Hopefully we'll be able to hear something about AV1 with the encoders for both of them. Hopefully that will happen because those that is the future of encoding. It's not going to be H.264. It's going to be AV1. So I'm really excited to see that, but it's interesting to see how much, how much it fell in the second quarter of 2022. That's quite significant drop for 26%, pretty close to 30%. And as a business, you never want to see a t over 20% drop in shipments that, cause that's a loss of sales. That's it's a 26% loss of sales, which is huge for NVIDIA and a great thing for AMD. So if AMD can strike gold again with their newest GPUs and make their 7,000 even more competitive than their 6,000 series, I think NVIDIA is going to have to figure out a new strategy to counteract with AMD. AMD is coming out strong all of a sudden, and I like to see that coming out strong. Intel, well, do better with your GPUs and stop soft launching them so people know when they're actually coming out. I'm not really too 
hopeful about their GPU line. I think they got a lot, if they're actually going to stick with it, they got a lot of things to learn, but we'll see what AMD is going to be, or NVIDIA, sorry, Intel is going to be doing on that side. This is a little bit more personal for me because I'm having to deal with getting new gaming peripherals or gaming mice, gaming keyboards, gaming headsets, and basically getting terrible quality. It's been happening for the past two months and it's really weird. Like I've never seen this actually happen for me at least where it's been so bad that I've had to return things and get something else because it's so bad. First off, start with, I got a Corsair gaming mice. It's a wireless one. The mouse wheel broke. Like it did, wouldn't do the mouse wheel thing. I don't understand why it wouldn't do it. It was only a week old. Mind you, I only got, had it for a week and it broke. Had to return that. Got a Rocat mouse. It was very lightweight and everything. Had NVIDIA reflex and all that other stuff. Huge lag input. Don't know why there was huge lag input. Had to return that. Also got a new keyboard. That was actually fine. That actually didn't do anything. Actually was one of the few that still works. Got a new Rocat one. Had it for now about two weeks. Works fine. Got the SteelSeries Nova Pro Wireless. A $350 headset. And the audio was awful. I was getting stutters. I was getting audio audio garble. I was I played Overwatch, and there was one point where there was all this stuff going on, and the sound just became this like garbled mess of everything coming together. I couldn't distinguish between anything. When I played Battlefield 2042, there was an explosion that happened, and it stuck on that explosion sound and just would not get off it. I had to turn it off and turn it back on because. It did not work. I went through all of their troubleshooting and I thought the Asus Sonic Studio was the problem. Was not the problem at all. The weird part is, is that SteelSeries Arctis Pro Wireless was a better one that worked far better than this one. So I'm going to be going to the HyperX Alpha Wireless one, the 300 hour one is cheaper too. And it's 300 hours. So I don't know what's going on in the industry, but I think China and China closing down has made the product quality so much worse. Like I've never had this issue where three different products just basically failed on me. Like it was weird. Like I've never seen that happen before. And all of a sudden it was like one after the other, after the other. And these aren't cheap either. And they're still terrible. And it's like, what is going on? Why are we getting less quality products out of these companies? And it's like, is it China? It might actually be China. I would, I bet I've actually worked in that side of the gaming industry. And yeah, there were points where they wouldn't tell us that they were changing the glue and the glue was worse than the one that we wanted them to do it. And then we would may have had an issue with a cooler that would leak it actually never happened, but that could have been the issue. And they never told us. And I was like, what is going on? But yeah, it's just, I don't know what is going on. I mean, 2021 was just terrible game releases. Now 2022 seems to be like terrible hardware releases, or at least terrible hardware that doesn't work very well. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you guys had this issue, but I've had, like I said, two mice not work and one headset that I had to return. Luckily, I've had other headphones or I would be not a happy camper. But still, 
it's not something you want to actually have to deal with. Like get it together, product quality tested out. Because like that Nova Pro Wireless, that was awful. Like I was listening to YouTube videos today and, it, and I got stutters like every other sentence. I was like, I can't deal with this anymore. I've tried to deal with this. Luckily, AMD or Amazon allowed me to return it because I was like, look, it, it's dead. Like I can, it's defective. I cannot do anything. I've done all the troubleshooting I can. It is defective, like terribly defective. But yeah, lesson learned. <laughs> Not getting steel serious again. I didn't really want to, anyways. This was just this was just a convenient way of getting rid of all steel series stuff. But yeah, it it's getting worse. I I feel like it's getting worse. Like I used to be where I got a new thing and it would work, and I just never have a problem with it. But now it's just like I have to like pick and choose. Is this one gonna die on me or not? It's getting bad. Yeah, I'm I'm not enjoying this. Three hundred fifty dollar headset should work and should work rather well. Did not work at all. No, nothing. Have you had this experience? I really, really like to know, but that's the end of it. I know your coffee cup is empty as mine is, so we're going to have to say goodbye. And thank you for listening to Digital Coffee. As always, please subscribe to Digital Coffee on all your favorite podcasting apps and the five-star review if you like this podcast. And join me next week to talk about what's going on in the PC gaming industry. All right, guys, stay safe. Hopefully you got your PC or gaming hardware up and running and running well. And see you next week. Later.